and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hi. And tonight we are going back up into space with a new group of heroes. We're doing Guardians of the Galaxy. People like that one. They like that little squad of ragtag ragtag folks. Uh, It's a group of intergalactic criminals that must pull together to stop a fanatical warrior with plans to purge the universe. Uh, Is the simplest definition we can give for Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the first James Gunn film. First James Gunn directed film. uh, Ever or just of this? No, he does a bunch oh. of weird troll movies, but uh, now he's yeah he this is his first Marvel movie, uh, and uh, yeah this this stars several uh, stars that we will learn to learn about later. But uh, for this movie, Nicole, what do you think oh. of Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, this one is really chock full of new characters. Like I think this one's probably the most saturated with like celebrities. Do you think? I mean, yeah, you got to learn about. Uh, so I'll, I'll read the list here: Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana. Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Lee Pace, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillian, Digimon, Hansu, John C. Riley, Glenn Close, Benicio Del Toro, and of course we have Thanos in this one, which is uh, Josh Brolin. There you go. That's insane. Uh, That's a lot it's, of it's a big cast, and we haven't really met anybody yet. These are, right. for, for the most part, all new characters to The us. thing that I know about this movie is everybody loves the soundtrack. That's all that I know going into this. And I have to agree... I think the soundtrack is freaking awesome. So that is one of the positives of this movie. One of the negatives is I don't really like any of the characters. <laughs> Before we go on, Mama K's question actually kind of has something to do with that. And she says, foundationally, this movie is important in setting up later conflict. Infinity Stones, Thanos, yeah, those are big things later on. Uh, but is the best part of the film really the soundtrack? Sounds like that's what you, sounds like that's what you're saying. It's so funny that my sometimes my things connect with her. Like I said before, I don't read her stuff before we have a no. We don't chat, talk about any of this because I don't want to yeah. spoil what she thinks or anything. But yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> um, the soundtrack is literally the best part of this because it, like, when they're floating around in space and we hear, like, sticks or whatever they're playing in it, like, that's awesome. I think that it just adds the human touch that I always like. Everything else, I mean, the story is uh, is okay. Um, I like how we get everybody together. You know, how they're all these space criminals and they all get put into this prison and you know the prison's really bizarre i'm i'm confused on why everyone knows who gamora is as soon as she walks in but i guess it kind of gets answered for me later on that she's the daughter of thanos so maybe that's why everyone knows her or maybe she's just some stuff she's done in the past yeah so when you're a daughter of thanos it's not a biological daughter it has to do with uh, well he explains thanos explains it later in one of his movies but uh she's not a biological daughter it's not necessarily a, an honor to be a daughter of thanos it's okay not, not a, so not a good well thing. whatever her reputation is i didn't understand that at first so Maybe something would have helped me at that time understand why everyone wanted to kill her or whatever. I mean, Nebula loves being a daughter of Thanos, even though no one gives a single flying fuck about Nebula. What's wrong with her? She's just the, the bastard daughter. No one gives like well, shit even on her all Thanos day long. Says, even Thanos says to Gamora, my favorite daughter, and Nebula's standing right there, and it's like, oh, burn. Everyone burns Nebula constantly. But anyway, um, I, was, I wanted to see what the deal was with Chris Pratt and um i don't know i don't really like it 
<laughs> so he's of the, our squad. He's actually my least favorite. I like everyone else in our squad. So our squad ends up becoming after they all meet together in prison. It's Peter Quill, Star Lord, as he calls himself, uh, and Gamora. And then you got Drax the Destroyer, Batista. And then you've got Rocket and Groot, which is the raccoon and the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, everyone loves them. So I think all of them are interesting well, or entertaining characters. See, I don't know who's my favorite. I think I think it's. Drax, because Drax is just so funny. Because Dra- Dra- Drax, one of his defining, char- I mean, he's a he comes from this warrior species, but one of his defining characteristics is he doesn't understand sarcasm. He doesn't like get yeah uh, any sort of jokes. He takes everything completely literally. So this is just tons of moments in the movie yeah. where like he doesn't understand the, the the best, which we've been saying all all day since we saw this is uh, when when Peter Quill takes his finger and puts like the the slice across the throat, uh, meaning like oh he's gonna kill you or take your head off or whatever and he just goes why why would i want to put my finger to his throat it's just he just doesn't understand really and he does it not just in this movie but going forward forever and it's fantastic (laughs) and i like batista is a really good actor he's funny i do i do like batista he's got good comedic timing Uh, (laughs) what do you think of our other squad yeah i mean i like them well i will like them more when they're implemented with our other avengers i don't like this movie on its own i'm not understanding it but actually this is the movie i think where i started to fully comprehend what these infinity stones were right and maybe that's because we are kind of focusing on thanos in this one but i wasn't understanding where the other infinity stones were and looking back now of course i know that as you had explained to me one was in the loki shaft one was in the the cube one is the tesseract yeah one is in this little orb so I'm starting to like understand what they are and why he's trying to get them. But before that, I felt like I was completely left in the dark, even though I know just from word of mouth that that's what the the last movie's about is the Infinity Stones. So I think that one, that's why this one's a little pivotal for me. It's fun. The fight scenes aren't as good. I think that the, uh, the understory of the people, I forget what you said his name was, Yondu, that Yondu, whole, the leader of the Ravengers. Yeah, I like do not pirates. like that guy. He, I, I do not like that story. I don't like Peter's story of him growing up and being taken on by these other people. And I don't really get. Is this one with Ronan? We haven't really yeah, talked Ro- about Ro- that. Yeah, Ronan is kind of our big bad because Thanos is more in the shadows. Ronan is a Kree uh, militant, and he is working with Thanos uh, until he. Decides That's the good to part of him. this movie. We could you leave, like the Ronin plot. I okay. could leave everything else out about Yondu and all that bullshit and focus more on Ronin and the daughters and Thanos. And I think that I would be more satisfied because I, one, I think Ronin's a little scary looking. So that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, he's um, a good villain that way. Yeah. And that makes more sense to me than the, the, the growing up Peter story. I like the what we're currently doing i mean i've heard such positive things about this movie but i don't like it so i mean i <laughs> i like the soundtrack and i liked ronin and i like the funny characters i like the rock i like rocket and i like groot and i like drax and that's really all that i like yeah i like uh, sorry this is i think we've pretty much agreed so far this is the first divergence we've had in our opinion i like the first guardians of the galaxy uh i like everyone but peter quill i don't really like him too much because he's got like he's got like the arrogance and the snark of like tony stark but then he's got like the the brains to back up with like of like thor like he doesn't like he's just kind of a bumbling idiot but he's got all this confidence and i don't get him i don't care mm-hmm. to like him uh the rest of the squad though i like i like gamora because she's got a whole 
batch of complex problems that we're going to get to later, and you can kind of already feel it here. Maybe I just need the time. Yeah, I think I think you'll learn to like them more once, I think you said it, once they join the rest of the squad, which I'm, it's going to be a while, but once they get there, I think they, they integrate well. And our, on our three, you know, kind of goon characters, Drax, Groot, and Rocket, I think they're all just funny. Like, they all have fun character quirks. Yeah. Um, you know, Groot obviously does the sacrifice at the end, but then we see little baby Groot growing in oh a pod God. doing a doing It really a is cute. I always said, like, okay, I'm not going to fall into the trap of everyone liking baby Groot, but, like, oh, come on. <laughs> We're going to so get more... Cute. We're gonna get more baby Groot in the future, and it's then eventually. So cute, he's dancing. I, I told him, uh, or Nicole, we we're gonna have teenage Groot at one point too. So there's, there's definitely more Groots to come. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like everyone. I, the only knock on this for me is I just don't like the character of Peter Quill. I like I don't I don't care to like him. I just there's just better protagonists in the Marvel universe. Yeah, so. he doesn't offer much for me in the sense of him being like a badass superhero either. He's got a couple moves in the beginning where he um steals the orb and then after that I'm feeling like everyone else is just carrying the team. I mean, if his mom didn't die of cancer at the beginning, would anyone care? I don't think so. I think that's why, you know. And that that you know, shit like that comes back later, but I think that's pretty much where we are in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um you've already said you you're not going to recommend this one, Nicole? No. I it sucks. I don't want to not recommend anything because I feel like they all need to be in place for us to get to the end. So it's I feel like it's wrong for me to say I don't. But if we're well, you can't just it, recommend all of them even if you think like if they suck. Like you're not gonna. Well, <laughs> I mean they're necessary, but no. But based on what it is, no, I don't recommend it because I thought it was not one of the best ones. Yeah, I mean all but. I'm going to keep saying it all, but Hulk are necessary to some degree in setting up something in the future. But if it's actually a good movie, like that's how I, that's how I do my recommends. And I do recommend this one. I, I like this one. Uh, it's a, like a middle of the pack one for me. Um, you right about I, Hulk. They literally could have said like five minutes into the next, like Iron Man two or whatever one that, or whatever the first one that Hulk shows up in, they could have been like, Oh yeah, he got put, gamma rays inside and then they could yeah, have just kept it going matter. like we like we like <laughs> no one from hulk other than not even hulk is edward norton's not back no one from hulk is important <laughs> I, i'm trying to remember if anyone comes back later i think maybe like one guy does but we'll get to that maybe i don't even remember if i'm remembering that right so anyway we're split on guardians of the galaxy but uh coming up tomorrow we're gonna return to another team-up movie we're doing avengers age of ultron we're gonna be hitting close to that midway point of our little mini mini review series but uh, Nicole, thanks for being on for this one. Yep, thanks. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.